Welcome to another episode of Sales with Aslan. I'm your co-host, Tom Stanfill, with my favorite, my favorite co-host of all the co-hosts I've had in my life. This is my favorite, favorite Mr. Tab Norris. Mr. Tab Norris, how are you doing, my friend? I'm fantastic, Tom. It's always a pleasure to be with you, as always. Um, so we're really excited about today. You know, Tab, I was thinking about the the how I was going to set up our topic of the day, and I'm thinking I might need to go to superlative training because I I'm running out of superlatives. You know, super excellent, amazing, but this is this is one of those episodes where I need all superlatives, right? But I need I to be believable, it. right? Yeah, you can't push it too far. You've been called overly optimistic at times. <laughs> Maybe this is one of them. No. Well, I, I forgot. I forgot, by the way, to to mention your new title. Speaking of overly optimistic, I forgot to introduce you as the Chuck Norris of sales training as you, were, oh, gosh. As you were newly dubbed on our last episode by our friend Tyler Bergman, the who I call now the Tom Brady of selling. See, there you go. I like that. I really love Chuck. I've always been a big fan of Chuck, yeah, so I'm I don't know. go with it. I don't agree with it, but I'm going to go with it. Uh, Feels good. No, we do have we do have an excellent topic today. Something that I have learned a lot about uh, from our guest and also close friend and uh, co. Uh, I know say co. What do you call it? A partner? Our yeah, partner. Co-owner of Aslan. I mean, he just he, he fit he fits into so many owner, partner, friend, confidant, friend, mentor, mentor, great guy, fishing leader. guide, leader, champion of champions. Mm -hmm. I don't know. We could go on and on. We could Tom. go on and on, on. But he's going to share something he Captain. taught me about, <laughs> five, about about five years ago about how to have a balanced life as well as to have a more fulfilled life in work. Um, so I, um, that's something I think we all struggle with this, you know, we've got uh, a lot happening where we're just, regardless of what's happened with the pandemic, I feel like we're all just incredibly stretched. I heard a comedian say, if you don't have ADD right now, you're not paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> that's really good. It's like, it's like, it's actually like, funny. That really <laughs> that actually is funny. funny. That's pretty funny. <laughs> Those comedians, every once in a while, they get it. Yeah, they're pretty funny. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's like there's so much. I mean, it's like she goes. I mean, and she said it was. Uh, she said it's like I work. I work. You know, like I think th thirty hours a week. And he said I can't. I, she said I can't get it all done. You know, it's like there's just so much happening. So it's hard to have a balanced life. It's hard to keep it all straight. We got so many responsibilities, and then. Also, how do we find more meaning in what we do and love what we do? As, as, um, um, as someone said recently to me, what sparks joy? That's what they want most out of their career. And this probably is driving what's happening with the great resignation. So we got a guest that's going to help us unpack that and how to how accomplish those two objectives. Tab, why don't you introduce our guest? Yeah, it's a, it is a pleasure to introduce this man. He is just um, a, a, just an ama a quality individual that... Yeah, I will say um, I've spent a lot of time with him in the last, what, 16 years, 20. I don't even know when I first met you, Mark, but uh, it's, we spent a whole lot of time together in the last several years and um, always makes me a better person. And I'm really excited for you guys to uh, hear from him. He, he has an amazing background. He's an engineer, of course, and it's very obvious. He's very smart, but uh, tons of enterprise sales experience. Um, the amazing thing is he built as a young man 
really came in and built and ran a $300 million sales organization. Um, and very uh, impressive. It's extremely impressive what he did at the age um, that he was. And, and then we were fortunate enough that he decided to come join Aslan many years ago and it started as a sales consultant and, but eventually became the president of Aslan and just anything he does, he does with excellence and he has uh, tons to offer and really excited to hear from Mark. So welcome, Mark Lamson. Welcome, my friend. Thank you, Tab. Thank you, Tom. Uh, as an engineer, you know, getting started, it's about <laughs> clarity and definition. Uh, I want to make sure I understand. Uh, would we put quality individual in the superlative introduction category? Is that is that I don't feel you like say that's someone's a quality individual. Is that the superlatives that we're I don't I don't know. That may not be a very good surprise. I think superlative has to be the best in its category, right? right okay. Right. So He's you'd like be the bestest popular. you'd be the bestest quality individual I know. Bestest. Let's I think say that's this the superlative. That's the best introduction I've had all day, Tad. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate Thank that. you. Well, Thanks for having easy me to show. introduce you, my friend. Uh, yeah, yeah, I love it, Mark. Tell tell us. I love the fact that because this, this is something. The reason Tab and I wanted Mark to talk about this is because he taught us what he's going to share with with our, our listeners today. He taught us taught us this. So uh, I personally applied this. So Mark, take yep, it away. Same here. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll start where I start. Everything good. Uh, in life about being a good person, quality individual, uh, good man, because that's all I really know how to be is a good man. Uh, but this applies to anyone. Uh, I'll start with my dad, which is always where mm. I start. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Start Great going man. deep. You're going deep, man. Right that's off the bat. Start, I love it. Deep. Nothing. It's a tough one to start. Uh, yeah. Let me tell you about my dad real quick, which I can't do that. But uh, I'll just say this. My dad was a blue collar guy. My mom and dad never, you know, never went to college. Mom was a secretary DuPont, 42 years. That's that's mm-hmm. loyalty. Mm-hmm. You know, where I get my loyalty from. My mom, 42 years. <laughs> my dad went to the service, went to go do something with helicopters, got laid off, went to DuPont, got laid off, went to the Navy Yard and worked there till he retired. My dad was a blue collar guy, I worked in Philadelphia, I grew up in New Jersey, and I played JV football. Tom, you, you probably don't know what JV football is, but but kids played that in the practice squad kind of Skipped thing. They, right to varsity. They, they'd warm bar. you up kind of thing. Yeah. They okay. Yeah. yeah I, they, I remember hearing about that. Yeah, they'd warm yeah. you up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, like, I was on the I was on the ninth grade team. Okay. Yeah, still not JV. Doesn't count. Mm-hmm. So on. JV, so JV was uh, you know, we went to the games on Saturday, but what we actually played was on Mondays at 3 30. <laughs> in the back <laughs> of the back of the practice field. That's pretty bad. I did. Yeah. Right. Wow. And, uh, and there was always about four people in the stands watching the JV game. And one of them was my dad mm, every never Monday. Mm. And I never asked him, how did he make that happen? How did he, how did he manage to punch a clock and build stuff to the Navy yard and be there every Monday? And, wow. uh, at the time, you know, you're not, you're too cool for school. You don't appreciate that. But as you mm-hmm. got older, you're like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, right. and, and that's really the, 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 I think starting point for balance in, in, in my life anyway, is, is seeing that, uh, and just trying to be the same, just trying to, just trying to do that. Um, and, and I'm skipping way ahead, but you know, I work for a couple of partners, that our company runs that way. That's what it's about. It's about being there. We've built sales meetings. We've built trainings around people's schedules and what's important. And it's just, 
just a thousand times better. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, if that's enough, you can hang up now. But if, if <laughs> stop listening, I'm out. Well, you got it. you got to tell us how to do it. We we want balanced life, but <laughs> yeah. If we're not an engineer and we don't have an IQ of what on what 95 tab that's that anything above 95 genius i think that's what it oh is. yeah that's what we're working from <laughs> you guys are above uh, 95 you're, you're, you're easy fine. That's fine. Okay. Yeah, you're good yeah. that's good yeah that's i think it's you take your age and divide by three exactly. is that subtract, what it is yeah. subtract 20 oh, no, that's, that's your Celsius. maximum blood pressure yeah. and 85 percent of that no the uh yeah, I think there's probably two people listening to this call. I think there's people who are trying to figure out what their what their passion is. And uh, and I think there's other people that probably know what it is. And, that, and that's not an age thing. It just comes at different places. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there are people, there are six-year-old kids in their bedroom that decide what they are going to be and do in life. And I think that's just cool. I think that's just awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. Tab, you know some of those people probably. Oh, yeah. I've seen them. Uh, and, it's amazing. Uh, it is just so cool and so amazing. And they are just so hell bent on that. And that just drives so many things. And then there's others that have absolutely no idea what it is. <laughs> I mean, you know, talk about confusion. I had the Washington Redskins and the Dallas Cowboys posters in my room. <laughs> are they touching each other? And, and, and I lived in Philadelphia. I mean, I was so confused. I had no idea what to do. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'll just say this. If you're if you're not sure what you want to be when you grow up, whether you're 10, 20, 30 or older, uh, keep looking. Just keep trying just along the way. Just do everything 100 percent. Just give just give everything 110 percent. I mean, life's about work hard and play hard. Read 212 degrees. That's one of my favorite books. Mm. Mm, that's right. right. I need to read that. Yeah. Is there a second? Degrees. Is there a second favorite book out there, Mark? uh geez tom it's been a while since i picked up a good one but uh, oh you know on the other on on the other hand it's red maybe it's red you gotta, you gotta do a superlative for all sales the good, book all the good it's, books are red it's Tab the week. best sales book you've read there's a best sales book you've read in the last couple of months right that's true yes yes Tab, that you keep talking because you're the books in focus and now i can read it and i can see it yeah, see picture. now you yeah. got it yeah i just yeah. kind of slid over there, there no uh to, to really pick it up um uh, yeah you may not know what you want to be but do everything you know while you're trying to figure that out do everything that's a hundred percent um uh, the 212 degrees is just boiling point of water 211 is a lot of energy nothing happens that one extra degree it's steam and it does things and it's awesome. So are you really doing everything you're doing at a, at a hundred percent? That's kind of rule number one, but at some point along the way, most of you listening probably have something you're passionate about. Tom, you mentioned the great resignation. I mean, that mm-hmm. is the balance and passion and meaning are the three things that are driving people to participate in the great resignation. And, you know, whether that's been happening for a while, whether the pandemic changed that or the move to virtual, that's for the experts to figure out. But, you know, that's probably been going on for some time. And, but I think that that I like those three balance, passion and meeting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's what people are after. And, and, mm-hmm. and then they're resigning because they don't, they don't feel like they have that. And that's, and that's a shame. And I think it's great. I think it's great to, to resign and look for something else to do that. Uh, I, I would say it's so it starts with understanding what your passion and, and what is your passion? <clears throat> I don't know, but it makes you feel good. You're excited. You love to do it. Uh, it's it's something you're good at doing. It's uh, I was watching the Olympics the other day 
and was a woman who had taken some time off and she, her dad passed away and she got back onto the slopes and she skied. And she, she said, I, like she, she forgot the feeling that it gets to be just this rush. And just, she said, it's, a, you can't yeah. explain it. It's just my passion. And so mm. when you feel that, whatever it is, right. It, it could be something that the society believes is cool and something that's out in public. And it could be something I, I, I enjoy being on stage and speaking. You know what else I enjoy? Spreadsheets. I enjoy spreadsheets. Mm. Mm. I, I've seen it and you're really that. good. It's, and it's spreadsheets are cool. I mean, let's be honest, guys. Can we get a, <laughs> can we get a yo one for spreadsheets? <laughs> Yeah, you know that you the two people you're you've got on this with you live for spreadsheets you know that i mean my favorite my wife gets so tired of me saying pivot table she gets tired of me saying pivot table. <laughs> yeah. i mean we could create a pivot table for that she's like so yeah. what uh so so i guess back to me uh i didn't know what i wanted to be i was in the in the camp of you know was, you're good in math and science go be an engineer well that sounds good in the 1980s uh, computers are important be electrical engineering done there's my college major what else do i need to figure out mm-hmm. next go to school i hate it i work hard because my dad says never quit never quit never quit i tough it out i manage a meager gpa and i end up doing what everybody else i made fun of doing which says ah, if you're not good at engineering and you're dumb you'll be in technical sales uh that's <laughs> what i said when i was an engineer before i started looking for a job and then you know what i did <laughs> technical sales i'm gonna technical guess sales and yeah. i freaking loved it man it awesome <laughs> thanks to my buddy brent cogswell for referring me to apc opportunity of a lifetime um and uh i went to work there on the phone doing tech support moved to inside sales I actually did tech support I actually did i wasn't a sales guy at first i did tech support uh and and along the way i got the opportunity to be on a team be a team leader be a trainer mentor people, be a team manager. Um, and there was somewhere in there that was just really, really awesome mm-hmm. to coach and train reps that we'd hire that were two, three years younger than me and really give them the lay of the land and really help them. And they were sharp people and they would just get it. We'd talk about what was next. And we, when they got promoted, we'd stand up on the call center with their leather bag. And we'd hand them the leather bag and tell stories, and they'd stand up there, and it's just awesome. And I stay in touch with a lot of those people. Wow. And that's where I loved my job. And then you keep moving along this, this corporate ladder or corporate escalator or de-escalator mm-hmm. or whatever it's called. And you end up somewhere with the numbers that Tab mentioned, you end up with a ton of people and all these things and all these meetings and all these budgets and all this arguing and all this stress and these late hours. And you realize I haven't touched a customer or a sales rep in forever. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Uh, ready? Quick, quick test for you guys. You're ready to talk about passion and balance. Quick test. I'm uh, going to make this IQ adjusted for you guys. Okay. okay. Thank you. Here we go. What would you rather have, a hot, fresh, moist, home-cooked meal or foil-covered, dried-up leftovers in the oven that's been on for four hours? What would you rather have to eat? Hey. I'm going to take this one. Okay. Oh, <sighs> sorry. I, I'm gonna, when, once you said moist, I was completely <laughs> in on A. I, I just I, How often do you get a moist meal? And I don't get them that often, but it sounds <laughs> fabulous. <laughs> 
Thanks for uh, that, Tab. Okay. Tab, so, I don't so, think that was superlative, but I, I think it was well, it was okay. good use of that. <laughs> so what would you consider? Here's second second question. This is only a two-question quiz, so you can handle this. Mm. Second question. What would you consider to be leaving early from work? 3 p.m. or 8 p.m.? What would you consider to be leaving early from work? Worthy of, say, calling your wife and say, hey, honey, I'm leaving early. I'd go with three. I feel pretty good about three. Another A. Yeah, I go a. A. I'm we'll seeing go a. a trend here. Okay, I'm seeing so a trend here. I put a little assessment together in a spreadsheet. You get five points for A and negative sixty for Bs, and so you add up all the points on your scores. And if you're if you're a ten, then you know you're probably normal. And if you're a fifty, you're you're negative fifty. You're probably way the freak out of balance in mm -hmm. your job score that's what i had adopted i'm like oh yeah this is great to just so early home. getting home early was eight o'clock for you yeah like leaving at eight is that what you're yeah. saying call my wife at 7 30 and say hey I, I had my my uh my uh what year and a half year old son mm. uh and uh who was cool but you know they're a little bit not that interactive i mean at the end of the day let's be honest <laughs> when, I mean, really, year and a half. when you play catch i mean yeah, you're not yeah. really that much no, really good at throwing really yet and he throws much. it all over the place yeah it's like geez so um, let, let me get let me make sure i understand where we're going here you you basically you you love what you're doing you guys are you love where you're working things are moving in the right direction but you're you are working crazy hours you're getting home eight o'clock at night and, and your wife and I love where I'm working. I love yeah. I love what we do, yeah. but I but I, I got away from what I like to do. Okay, and and I got way out of balance. Mm. Okay, yeah. I think a lot of people listen can they get that? I mean, we got a lot of listeners that we just end up there. It wasn't on purpose. Yeah. It wasn't on yeah. purpose. I just did what I was asked and did the best I could, and and you just and I guess my boss didn't really yell at me more. Just just it just ended up there and i don't know how i ended up there yeah you got out of culture. balance and somehow you yeah that's a good i think that's a really good point i think we, i think the natural progression or the natural gravity or pressure takes us to out of balance it doesn't take us to mm -hmm. our family and the things that are important yeah. if we just let if we just let the, our schedule naturally develop and evolve we're going to get out of balance yeah if you go downstream, it doesn't go to the right place. No. It, mm -hmm. So I, I'm going to just introduce one of the two tools, I guess, that, that I think might be helpful as takeaways for people today. Uh, and they're both pretty generic tools. But, but somebody introduced me to the wheel of life mm -hmm. around this time. The wheel of life. You can Google the wheel of life. There's a bazillion of them. So they're all a bazillion of them. They're all generally round for the most part. Mm -hmm. And then beyond <laughs> that, they change a little bit. But it's a general concept uh, which helps you really assess and visualize how are you riding? How is your wheel? The wheel of life, imagine it this way. I'll take a second to explain it. The wheel of life, imagine it's your unicycle that you ride on through life. Mm -hmm. It's got some spokes, things that go from the axle to the wheel, right? I don't know. It's four, five, six spokes. What are they? They're the major elements of your life. People would typically start with, when we list these, it's kind of funny people doing the same order. They start with work. Everyone starts with work because you're doing mm -hmm. it at work. Ah, it works first, you know, yeah, nope. right, right, we're at yeah. work. So it's right where you work. spend most of your time. Yeah, yeah, it is. Right. Um, so work, you know, then, then home is typically broken up by like your family. People say family, they don't say home, they say family and they say friends and social, and that's maybe some different things. Mm -hmm. And they look at themselves and they'll say, 
you know, your, your, your physical health, your mental and spiritual health. There's some, that's five, maybe there's four, maybe there's six, whatever. It doesn't matter. There's your mm -hmm. spokes. Financial, right. You got to. Yeah. You know, financial. Manage, some people put financial as part bills, of work, but you it gotta, could yep, be. Yeah. Whatever. It could be. It's whatever's important to you. Mm -hmm. And so here's what you do. Go home tonight, go home tonight, or maybe you're home, go home tonight and draw a wheel, draw five spokes, light pencil, and then color in the spoke and the length of each spoke. This is important. The length of each spoke is your level of success in that area. Well, there's another topic, success. What in the world is success? I'm going to argue about that till we're, we're, we're blue in the face, but I would say that it's you achieve your goals. It's achievement of your goals. And everybody has different goals about what work looks like and what family looks like. Mm -hmm. How many, if you have 2.4 pets in the picket fence, who cares? Who knows? There's no wrong answer. The number one reason why I think more people aren't successful is because they don't have goals. And mm -hmm. as an engineering would say, as an engineer would say, right, that equation doesn't work. If the, if success is realize your goals and you don't have goals, you cannot be successful. So that might be your first homework is you realize yeah. I don't have that. I don't have that goal. I don't really know what good looks like. Mm -hmm. That's it, I read an interesting statistic about that. in preparing for a project we had at the beginning of this year. And the number, the number, the percentage of people, okay, I'll get, I'll get throw this out to you guys. What do you think the percentage of people that actually set goals? Like have set them or just chill, or like in the habit of setting goals? They like set, the answer to the question is they set goals. So this year they okay. set a goal. 8%. I would but say 12%. You said eight, Mark? Yeah. It's 3%. Guess Three. what percentage, this is just research that I just read recently. So what, guess what percentage actually write them down? Of the 3%? Mm -hmm. Well, no, just the percentage that write them down. Yeah. It's not, it's not a subset of three, but 1%. Mm -hmm. So 1% of people write down their goals for what they want to achieve. Isn't that crazy? Wow. So it's hard to measure success. And now you've just expanded it, Mark, to five or six areas, which I think is super important. I mean, you think about that you have a family goal. Like if you, and I, I think of it as a scale of one to five. So like, and mm -hmm. so five is reaching your goal. Yeah. So if I had a scale of one to five, and so this is how I applied what you taught me five years ago. And I thought about my family and I said, what's my goal for my family? And then how am I doing related to my goal? First, that requires me to set a goal for my family or my friends or my health. And then I look at myself in those areas. One of our top reps, his goal, one of his goals, his definition of success, what good looks like is he wants to be and I'm sorry, we're small and you know who this person is for all the listeners and I'm outing him, I know, but he wants to be in an apron baking cupcakes with his daughter in Tuesday morning, on Tuesday mornings in school. That's what he, that's what success, making money, doing mm -hmm. his job, crushing his number, making mm -hmm. top, making, making fortune 500 companies happy. And he's still able to have a schedule where he can go bake cupcakes on oh, Tuesday well, morning. It's and Monday. He wants to be there on Monday at three. It is. Yep. Uh, so yeah. So take your wheel of life. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have, if you don't know what a five is, I like your scale, your scale, Tom, one to five. If you don't know what a five is, start there and, and define what a five is and then go see where you are. And even better ask, ask somebody else in your life, what they are. If you're mad, mm -hmm. for me, it's my wife. No, here, here, here's, here's what five. Yeah, give me a like. score. Give me a score. Now, have mm -hmm. you ever like, would you recommend 
like finding people that you respect, you know, within an area or spoke maybe that you see that's done it well. And, you know, as a way to kind of start defining that if you're that far off, you know what I mean? Like, I think so. Uh, I, I, I think so. I think there's people I've looked at, I've looked at, uh, I lo- I study people who were financially independent and balanced. Mm. I looked at several around me um, and I noticed they all had, this has gone back 20 years. So things have changed. Now you just need to be a good YouTuber and you'll be fine. But back then, <laughs> back then they all had two things in common. They had real estate and they had a piece of their own business period. Uh. That was, the, that was, everyone had the same two things. And so two goals became real estate and a piece of my own business. And as God would have it, I have a piece of business with, two good guys on the phone right now we're on the phone i guess we're not on the phone i guess we're on zoom um so yeah you need some help setting those goals you Mm. need some other people to give you an analysis of where you are and then you have five dots and then uh i'll skip the technical name for the graphing function in excel to make that type of graph but uh it draws your wheel and you know what it's not round and it's bumpy as hell and that's why it feels like some of our lives feel because we're riding on a freaking ridiculous unicycle day after day after day after day, mm-hmm. waiting for it to smooth out. If we pull a little bit of just very basic physics into the call, because sales with Aslan and physics with Aslan kind of goes well. We, you, Mark, <laughs> we don't have an episode where we don't bring in physics. So when you start to... Uh, <laughs> turn that wheel mm-hmm. right that point that extends out so let's say my career was a four and a half mm-hmm. at the expense of one my family and one my health and whatever else over time guess what happened to that four and a half wears down or wears down. down yeah yeah so you get, it starts dropping starts that, dropping. really That's, good now you're that was three. my breakthrough i have not yep. stopped thinking about that every time i think about scheduling a doctor's appointment or whatever else I'm out of balance. And I remember you telling me that and what's going to happen to the wheel. It's going to break down. And then I'm really, then I'm going to be sidelined, not for an hour. I'm going to be sidelined for maybe two months, Hmm. two weeks, a month, a week, whatever. It's, it's, uh, you're going to pay the tax. Yeah. Yeah. How much you're going to pay. You got to take care of your health. You got to, a better way to say it is you got to pay that. You got to spend the time. You get, you got to take, and, and you got to take some, you got to go move some of that to some of the, you got to go, you got to go leave early for real mm-hmm. leave early and go work out or go to the football game or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. My dad probably could have made more money and probably could have gotten promoted more and whatever else he moonlighted Charlie Bamer. Thank you, Charlie Bamer. If you're out there, I know I talked to you, I talked to you about six months ago. I talked to all my dad's buddies and he told my dad, they were all carpenters and they all did moonlighting and you know what moonlighting yeah, is, right? You work yeah. all day, come home at night, have dinner and go build some stuff on the side. And Charlie Bamer said, when your kid gets old enough to play little league, stop your moonlighting and go coach. He said, he says, it's way better. He says, I made the mistake and I don't have, you know, I, I made that mistake. Uh, and, yeah. uh, my dad told me that and, and mm-hmm. he, and that's why he was at my games at three 30 and we, I love it. we went on vacations and we did fine. Like I, I didn't, I didn't lack for anything. So, yeah. So, so figure out what you want to be, figure out what your passion is along the way. Once you get there, you'll see it. Then, then, then you might get pulled along the corporate world because more and more and more. And the real test is your wheel of life. Look at all the elements mm. of your wheel, figure out. The- 
what's short, figure out what's sticking out and just, and just, you got to do things to get it evened out. I think it, I think the greatest takeaway of this is, is if you don't balance, you're going to pay a, a pretty significant price in those other mm-hmm. areas. It's like, if I'm out of balance at work, I'm going to pay a, my, I'm going to pay a price with my kids. If I'm out of balance at work, I'm going to pay a price with my health. And if I'm out of balance with my work and kids and health, but I'm not managing my money, I'm going to pay a price. It's like, it's, it's, it's like that idea is, is so profound. It's so simple, but I loved it. It really had an impact on me. Yeah. So so fortunately I got a phone call one day. Mm -hmm. I got a phone call. (laughs) I was on my way to a Red Sox game. I was taking a client that I didn't really feel like taking because I wasn't really doing what I wanted to do. And he said, in this voice, he said, Tom, pick it up from here. He said, putting you on the spot. I said, cheat. Is this what no, I talked about? No. no, 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 no. This is, no, this is, this is, I was still at APC. This is 2006. Oh, oh, okay. The first, oh, this was the first was phone it, call, oh, right? Yeah, this, yeah, I said, how miserable are you? You said, how uh, miserable are you? In that same <laughs> voice. I remember that, yeah. And I said, pretty miserable. Now, you had asked me a few times. <laughs> pretty miserable. I'm going to the Red Sox game. I have a couple no, of beers. My wheel, yeah. my wheel of life is a 1.2 family. <laughs> I had leftovers for the 18th time. Yeah, right. <laughs> Oh, and, that's uh, good. fast forward, uh, Tom, thanks for reaching out. And, uh, yeah, I took the, and I'm, I'm preaching to people now that are thinking about making that leap. And I made a huge leap from my perceived security of corporate hmm. America, job, office, salary, stock options, benefits, tech support, help desk, people who did tech support for me. <laughs> Good heat. Good, it's implying good heat. he doesn't have that now, maybe. Off, office supplies, and I'll continue. But <laughs> Tom said, come to our company. And I said, oh, my God, are you crazy? And uh, that was the riskiest at the time, but absolute positive best decision I ever made. Because I was not in balance, and I really didn't have a plan to be in balance. And my criteria, which I found the other day preparing for this, was I had three reasons for considering leaving Aslan, leaving APC after you called me, Tom. Mm. One was pursue my passion. Two was get work-life balance. And three was continue to be around good people. We had really good people at APC. We yeah, they still do, yeah. which is why I hated to leave. Yeah. And people who had left say, yeah, you, that was a mistake. I, I got to be with good people. So uh, all three of those things... Thanks the balance, to both of passion, you. work with good people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, three. Thanks to thanks to the, the two of you who started in Kinglet Lane in 26 <laughs> years ago. We have a company that provided me a vehicle for so my passion, working with people, helping them get better, helping them be other centered, helping me be better salespeople, better sales leaders, better moms, dads, and just other centered people, quality individuals who who just just it's just good man to like have an impact on others and feel good about it and sleep mm-hmm. at night yeah, oh, I, pretty games. I got a chill right there i just really did <laughs> it's just it is so and it's so great to look back mark and think about that i mean i i just remember us eating white castle <laughs> in, in cincinnati we, we expensed it though didn't we expense <laughs> we it? did that i'm awesome. sure wow that, i don't know if that was Blue budgeted Shield. i don't know if that was that was uh, that seemed like that would be out of budget 
I just remember, I mean, it just, it just seems like a lifetime ago, but uh, just so it's amazing to watch your journey. And just now with you as a dad and a husband and your kids and how you've invested in them, it's just, it's fun to watch. So you found your passion, Mark. Mm -hmm. Um, I think let's talk a little bit about that. Let's talk about, because I know people might feel stuck right? Or they may not know how to find passion in what they're doing. Um, can you, what advice would you give people who are listening to this, who either can find more passion in what they're doing or evaluate, are they even doing the right thing? I mean, mm-hmm. because obviously that's what's happening. I mean, people are like, something happens. So it's almost like the music stopped and everybody started looking at their wheel of life mm-hmm. and they're saying, okay, something's off here. Kind of like you saw something's off. And now they're starting to think about this. My life's not in balance. I'm maybe not doing what I, I feel called to do or I feel good at or I love or whatever. So give us some advice there. Yeah, passion is a is a great word. Uh, that's that's definitely a superlative that means a lot of things. But I, I ran into my uh, I ran into another tool um, and I tried to go back and look at my notes. Say, when did mm-hmm. this start appearing in my notes and where did this pop up? Um, And this was after the 2011 tsunami in Japan. Uh, Okay. Uh, And you know, one of the big problems, I guess it's not a problem, but one of the the, the crazy, uh, I guess, situations, see, this is where my engineering hurts me and my English score in the SAT, you know, it's where it hurts me, like the right word. I need square somebody to figure but like something really cool happened after the tsunami. And, and, and I've been to Japan. You had I had so epiphany. Much, so much respect for their culture and the way they live. And there's so much research about how long they live and how healthy they are. And just this just amazing quality of life in the Japanese culture. Um, and this is a, I have a little, just a quick statistic here. Uh, there was there was seventy eight million dollars of cash turned in to the local police stations in the in the town, the towns that were affected by the tsunami. Seventy eight million million. It was you know it's in yen. It was a different number, but it's okay. U.S. dollars. It's seventy eight million dollars. Wow, that was, shocks me. That's was, crazy. Was and and and. and all and 75 of it was basically returned to the rightful owner. People are like, no, I had, I lost this much money or that much money. Here's how much was in my drawer and my safe. They found safes that, that were still like closed. People said there's a safe. And then one, like one of the safe had, had a million and a half dollars in it. it was someone's business safe at his restaurant. <laughs> And it floated away. They brought it in. They didn't touch it. It's brought it to the police. It's not my money. There's a, and so there's, and because people, there's a study being done that this people are just so I, I don't need, it's not my money. I don't need someone else's money. I, I I'm, I'm good. Like I have a reason for being, that's not why I'm here. It's just incredible. So think about, yeah. if, think about what would happen. I mean, I don't want to, I love the U.S., but think about in our society and places in our country today, like, like what would happen if $78 million just went on the ground? Like people are causing traffic jams when somebody drops a, you know, mm-hmm. bag of donuts, right? It's just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, yeah, you look at, well, we've had some situations occur where, um, you know, people, businesses were vulnerable. 
and so yeah it, it, it's so so i start with japan and in that article i continued reading and, and they said it's because of ikigai ikigai mm. i-k-i-g-a-i another thing that's worth a google search not no one owns it it's not from somebody it's from japanese culture it means reason for being and this is where I think your wheel of life gets real or where you figure out how to sustain that, that, that feeling Four things that you need to look at. Okay. Four things. What do you, what do you love to do? You really enjoy doing what things do you enjoy doing? What are you good at doing? You know, and mm. what are you good at doing? Not what do you think you're good at doing? What are you nice. good at doing? I mean, you know, three digits, you're not a good golfer. You might think you're good at golf, but if you're over a hundred, you're not a good golfer. Like you gotta have a- <laughs> you're just calling it out right there. He I'm looked just, at me really strong yeah. when he said that, but I'm not going to take it personally. Um, what the world needs, what does the world need and mm. what you can be paid for? Mm. So those are the four things to start making lists and thinking about it. I know that's kind of heavy, but, but it's pretty easy because they, they combine like every two has has kind of a you know there's you can there's four circles that cross over a little bit like they're I don't right know, I and say, where it all intersects that's right and where yep. all four of those things intersect is ikigai it's a it's a it's a it's a state of it's a it's a concept of reason for being it's it's you're there and 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 if I could go out on the limb and say I love I love what we do. I love to go talk to people mm -hmm. about being other centered and say mm -hmm. selling home is just awesome. Uh, I, I, I think I'm good at it. I mean, you know, the I'm going to say yes. I'm we score, go yes. We, we get scores. They, yeah. I, I get scores that are okay. I mean, very some people, high, some very people would high. disagree. Um, we charge for helping people be other centered. It's some, it's a business. So we make money doing it. Mm -hmm. Um, and gosh, I think more than ever, the There's world need. needs to be. The other world needs out. it. Yeah, I think I think in selling mm -hmm. and leading at home, just stopping and just giving a damn about the other person first instead of yourself. And gosh, when those things line up, I mean, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's like uh, you're not working. It's like I'm not working. Yeah, it's like you're, uh, let's talk about the love to do thing. Um, I think it's real. There's a real practical reason. It's like it's because I think. When you love to do something, you think about it all the time. Like, you, you know, you think about competing against somebody that's doing something all the time. And because if you're like, well, I have to do it because it's my job and I have to do it for six or seven or eight hours or nine hours a day, but somebody else is always working. It's like people that are good at social media or good at posting. Like they just are constantly thinking about it, reading about it. <laughs> I took my grandson out uh, on Sunday and he's into sneakers and he thinks about it. He knows all about sneakers and these people that, that like all they think about is sneakers and what you can buy them for and what they're worth. And it's like, that's how they want to spend. And these people are really good at it. Some people are making mm -hmm. fortune off. Like if I said, well, I want to get in the sneaker gig because I want to make a lot of money they would crush me because I'd, I'd have to make myself think about what is up with sneakers, you know? And so right. I think there's a real practical thing to that, Mark, because there is, we can't yeah. compete with people yeah. who like to do something all the time. Like what we talked about when you're drinking scotch, what do you do? That's right. At the end like, of the what, day, what do you go to? 
What do that, you go to? That's just the thing. Like it's just where it's you know that that analogy came from. You know, you train for two days. You're catching the six p.m. connecting through Charlotte, take, taking that late flight home to Providence. Yeah. You're like, you're supposed to. You have all the stuff you're going to do. You get a couple of scotches on the way home, and you're like, ah, I'm just going to go do this. So whatever it is that you go do or work on or read or pursue, that's that's your gig, man. That's what you're. That's what mm. you love. <clears throat> that's what you love to do. Uh, and, and I think it's important, Tom. There are sneakers. What you're refer- what you're referring to, I think, is like buying sneakers when nike drops them and put selling them on stock x for a profit exactly oh that's oh, an yeah. eke guy that that's yeah, an eke guy that managing brands keeping up they're, with brands and all that good stuff. at it yeah, yeah they can be paid for it and let's face it the world needs more of the old air jordans mm-hmm. coming out and <laughs> yeah my son's buddies brand new car would tell you that because that's how he bought it exactly that yeah so the and we get and we want to jump on the the wave yeah, that's where we get confused. We're like, okay, this is things happening. People, you know, I've learned about Ippy or Lippy or whatever. This guy is making twenty million dollars from doing kids shows on YouTube. I'll, I'll do that. You know, well, you know, he probably he just loves to do that. Mm-hmm. These people that are do whatever they're doing on YouTube, I can't jump into that because I don't love it. I mean, they people that are in, into that and are good at it are doing it whether they make money or not. Yeah, they just love it. Well, to get into this balance and icky guy thing that the 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 other piece i would say and you brought this up the other piece i would say about the wheel of life is pursuing your goals yes this is the other problem that that i think happens in society when when you don't have goals we grab other people's goals yeah they they come from societal norms they come from what you're supposed to do you look around and says that's really cool Mm -hmm. and i'm going to set my goal for that john ledsworth john ledsworth I talked to him not too long ago. I do my best to reach out to people and just thank them. But he was in a class in 1994 that APC paid for, for us to go through was a, as a team leader of something. Mm-hmm. And he said, the first thing you should do in your career, he says, is make a dream list. Things that you want to do, be, mm-hmm. see, experience, have no mm-hmm. regard for the two resources, time or money. Just write them down. And every so often, look at them, add some, subtract some, check some off. Mm. I still have that dream list. I've checked some things off and it is really cool. I've erased some things and I've added things and it is the most awesome thing in their mind. And that's it. And, 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 and what it allows you for to do is to be genuinely happy when other people reach their dreams and just mm. freaking crush it. I mean, they yeah. just crush it. Yeah. So. I love it. I, it's so good. And, and I'm, I, I don't, I just remember Mark, when you, you took a sabbatical and I, this is what I remember really getting connected to this. When you came back from that sabbatical you you preach this a lot stronger than I've ever you know I think you probably have known this for a long time but I'm telling you I saw it and you seem like a different person to me any mm-hmm. any back any comment on that or was that true or give, give us a little more about that uh um um yeah a lot I, I think the short answer is I found I, I got reconnected with my passion so so we've talked about passion right that's part of your guy but but there's a lot of other things Draw out the, just look at he guy and look at it. I'm, I'm not going to try to explain it, but where other things intersect, like what you love mm. to do and what you're good at, 
That's your passion. Yep. My mm-hmm. passion is fishing, being on a boat and fishing, running my boat, going tuna fishing with kids and catching fish. It's a passion. Uh, uh, you can't get paid for it. In fact, it's the opposite. It kind of costs money, <laughs> right? <laughs> That's the where world I was going doesn't, with. The world doesn't need any more <laughs> mediocre fishermen. <There's> plenty. <laughs> so those two things around, it's not easy guy. I can't yeah. build my life around it, but for sure it's my passion because when I okay. love it and I'm good at it and that's what I realized. And that's, I think the last message or the last advice, I hate to give advice. The last thing I feel strongly about to what share with learned. people yeah, what what you learned. Learned is, uh, is don't wait mm. until everything's perfect. Yeah. My biggest regret, this is, this is my biggest regret in my life. And you guys know this, as I've said this, but, and, and I'm lucky, I'm lucky that this is my regret. I, I don't have a regret that the people may not see this as a regret, but to me, it is. My dad and I talked about forever, me buying some sport fishing boats that we could go tuna fishing. We talked about it. We looked at them on the internet. We're going to go buy it in Florida. We're going to buy it in Lauderdale, run it up to Rhode Island, work on it, fish on it, fix stuff, break stuff. Yeah, we're going to do that. And I got my dumbass spreadsheet out, figuring out when I should do it and how long and what I should spend. And it didn't all line up. And so I waited and waited and waited. And then my dad got cancer and died with no mm-hmm. boat. Yeah. Like a fool. Yeah. And so that's my biggest regret. And I decided right then on his deathbed that I'm going to go do that, even if it doesn't make sense. And it's been the best thing I've ever done. The experience with my family and my yeah. friends, kids, and it's just freaking awesome. So that's awesome. Whatever it is that you're waiting on, don't. Don't yeah. wait. I'm, I, Mark, there, you have no idea how many times you've inspired me. You just do that so well. You work hard and you play hard, and uh, it's inspiring. So that's one of the great things about the wheel, too, bringing it back to that, is it forces you to see your life in totality. It's like, you know, because we can get so locked in to one stream or mm-hmm. one mindset because of all the pressures at work, and, and, I, and I'm guilty of this. And, like, you get out of that room, and you go into other rooms, and you're like, oh, wait you know, that's not that big a deal, or that's not as important as I think. So what? And I move into this other room, but if I never leave that room or I never measure the things I need to measure or focus on those things, you'll miss it. Um, question for you guys, both. I thought this is how do you know you're good at something? Because, you know, when you first move into a new direction, like, like, maybe you want to be a speaker or, you know, you want to leverage what you've learned in sales and say, I want to go into speaking or I want to be an entrepreneur. or I want to go do something that um, maybe out of, you know, my comfort zone, I'm probably going to fail at first. Right. I'm oh, not, yeah. I'm mm-hmm. not, you know, if especially it's something where I feel like I've got the seeds of greatness there, or I think I could be good at, but I haven't, you know, first time you play tennis, it's not going to go well, you know, uh, so how do you, any advice you have for people from, from a career perspective on how to figure out, are you good at it? I've got some thoughts, but I wanted to see what you guys. It's mm, a good question. I, uh, I was thinking while you're asking, uh, I think one indicator is people ask for your help in that uh, area. Uh, there mm, you go. That's good. So that's for good. example, uh, I have never ever had someone said can you help me design the interior of my home (laughs) (laughs) no really or they've never said you know hey 
it would can you give me some input on my wardrobe mm-hmm. none of those things that's a really good point yeah they've dude. never asked me mm-hmm. yeah yeah, um, yeah. but they asked me uh, my couple of my buddies call me they need help around there i'm a handyman my dad yeah. was a handyman i'm i'm mm-hmm. my dad I'm my dad. I'm Leon mm-hmm. Lampson. That's who I am, which is my hero. And yeah, that's uh, great. That's he great. was good at fixing things. My buddies call me and say, this happened. They was, they're FaceTiming me. And they're showing me. I'm like, you know, and that's fun. So that's just true. Yeah. People ask for your point. advice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They ask for your Yeah. One thing that I've, I have noticed is when you think about your best at bat, to use a sports analogy. Mm-hmm. You don't, you may not always do it, but if you think, is there a time where you're like, you really came alive and you go, if I could take that performance or that situation, or when I did it that time, you could see the natural talent and you can build on that and then ask somebody that you really, really trust. And I, I, I say really, really trust, not your mom or your dad. And maybe, and maybe you really trust, maybe they'll give you honest feedback. I think an American idol when everybody's like, Oh, you're a wonderful singer. And they can't carry a tune, but somebody who can basically hear you sing and go, I think you, I think there's something there. Keep going. So get yeah. feedback and, and kind of think about your best. Cause sometimes we totally blow it. Like, like I remember when I was trying to learn how to speak in public and I had a lot of fear and I, I, I failed a lot, but I could, there were times where I would do it and I go, that really went well. Like that was my best at bat and it worked out well. So I think I've got something here and then I would get feedback from people. And, and so I continued down this path, but I got to be open for someone to say, nope. And again, maybe one person tells you that ignore them. But it, yeah. you know, I used to tell my kids, if, if, if one person tells you you're a horse, ignore them. If three people tell you you're a horse, buy a saddle. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I was going to say something very similar, which was seek real feedback. I mean, yeah. it's, it's the same thing you're saying, but I mean, that's the only way I've been able to work through things. You know, you just, do you see anything? I mean, just someone that, 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 that can really watch you and see if you have potential. Yeah. Um, I just don't know how else you do it. I mean, you got to get out there. You got to give it a run. I mean, fail, you know, I think a big, that's a good point. I think failing is part of it. So embrace that. I, for me, I'll tell you, for me, what keeps me from icky guy or a balanced life is money. In other words, if I'm trying to line up my talents and passions, what will make me the most amount of money? or it, or, or I'm looking at what, how I can make the most amount of money and that, that can drive my balance. But when I let that go and I yeah. say, let's just say money was not, it didn't matter. Let's say I got, I got $20 million in the, in the bank account and I don't need any more money or just take somehow take money out of the equation. What would I do? And then oh. things start to get a little clearer. Tom, you know, it just reminds me, you yeah. helped me do that early when we met when we first started working together, oh really? I had to make the decision. You probably don't remember this. It just hit me. You know, I was I joined Tom. He had this company, but this is before we started Aslan. This was a long time ago, and I was going to sell the service that he did because I came from sales, and obviously I'd been in sales and love sales, and I was all excited about it. Well, you know, somehow I stumble into kind of managing a group of people, and I started helping develop these people on our team, just as part of my development before I was going to go out and sell this. Well, I liked it. 
Mm-hmm. I kind of thought maybe I was good at it, but I didn't really know. I was young and dumb, but I was kind of like people seemed to like me developing them. Yeah. And but I went to Tom and I said, I've got a dilemma here. Could I change gears and kind of do the whole management slash training development track? And he's like, Yeah, you're gonna make a whole lot less money. But if that's what your passion is, if that's what you think you'd rather do and you think you're going to be better, you will. And you said this, Tom, you will end up making more money following your passion than if you just do something to make more money now. Mm. And so I made that choice. I took a cut in pay to go this route. And I am extremely grateful. Again, that's, that's yeah. It's totally so easy forgot. to learn that. So easy to say that and learn that lesson when you look at other people. Like I've had I've seen people like go in sales. <laughs> Because they're like, that's how you make money and have the best schedule, but they're accountants and they really are brilliant accountants, but they just, they don't like that. They don't want to be an accountant. And Mm -hmm. so they, they fight against that grain. Yeah. Yeah, Well, we we probably, we uh, probably, um, time to wrap it up. up. Mark, any, any takeaways, reflections, any questions we can ask ourselves as we apply this to kind of tie it all together. Yeah. I would just say, uh, a couple of reflections and just, I guess the, the last, the last point I would make a couple of reflections are, uh, you know, start with, I think, start with your wheel. If you, mm-hmm. if you want to make this tactical, mm-hmm. start with your wheel, look at your wheel, build a wheel. What are the elements work, home, work, family, friends, or social, mm-hmm. uh, you know, spiritual, physical health, four to six spokes, What's five look like? You know, what's what's good look like? Talk about that. Figure that out. Write that down. Look at your dream list. Start a dream list. Do it with your spouse. Do it with somebody close to you, someone you trust, and see where you are and draw that out. I love that. And then just start moving some stuff around. Something's kind of low. You got you to work harder on it. If you don't have time, you got to take it from somewhere. You got to leave before 8 o'clock at night or whatever. So look at your wheel. You know, Ikigai is really about that, that career, that work piece. Like if you can, the more time you can spend in Ikigai and it gets a little blurry, you know, when you're at work or when you're at home, but the more you're doing what you love that you're good at, you, know, you need to make some money for it, what the world needs. And, you know, Tom, we talk about, you know, um, I mean, the three of us talk about our, our, you know, our, our goal of feeding the family and, mm-hmm. yeah. and, you know, we, we get paid for sales training to, to, to help people be other centered to give to, you know, helping feed the family to help, help parents and and brothers and sisters be other centered and, and, and fix the family element of things. And, you know, some things you get paid for and some things you don't work and what the world needs, but those are all, I get confused whether we're doing that or training someone how to sell more. It's the same passion and fun. Right. So, right. Look at your wheel, draw your wheel, make those changes, live your Ikigai, guy. And, you know, and, and, and day to day and day to day, I'm just going to close with a, I'm just going to close with, with our, with our other centered model. I think it's been a while since we've maybe really taught this, um, decide, decide, choose, serve, seek. And, uh, it's just, I just been thinking about this on this call actually as we've been mm-hmm. sitting here talking and mm-hmm. uh so this might be not very organized but uh, i i just wanted to say thank you to both of you uh uh for for both of you su- supporting me coming here uh 20 not 20 2006 15 years ago mm-hmm. 15 yeah. years ago give me the opportunity to come here it's just been an awesome decision 
ups and downs for sure, but it's just so great and fulfilling. I'm so proud of who, of what we do. I came here from a passion for sure. I've, I've, I've been able to pursue my passion every day since then. Balance, yes, balance and and just working with 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 people that tom uh, you know your your genius your your ability to break down people's receptivity and ability to be influenced um and you know we teach people how to sell but what's even more important is teaching mm. people how to have a relationship with their with the most unreceptive audience at all and those are you know teenage kids and and you know those kind of things um Decide, choose, serve, seek. Tom, you've, you've taught me that. Decide that I'm going to serve others, right? Choose. And one of the most valuable things you've ever done for me uh, was teach me to choose or said differently is cheat. Mm -hmm. Because when it comes to your wheel and it comes to Ikigai, you just can't do it all sometimes. Yeah. I, don't, I don't give a yeah. crap if Calendy can fit it in or all that stuff. You <laughs> can't do it all. And when you're supposed to be at Aslan and fly down to Aslan, the client calls, you're supposed to be at Aslan and the client and your dad's dying of cancer. And you've kind of been swinging by his place in Philly every time on the end of a business trip. But, you know, because Aslan, and that's important because you're president of, you know, big company and, and, uh, and you got to go see a client. Cause you know, you got to go tell him to be other centered and well, my God, you got to do that. So I should call my dad and say, dad, I'm be a little, a little late. And, you know, we kind of maybe switch this trip up and catch you next time. And Tom Stanford, you said, do not cheat on your dad, cheat on Aslan. Yep. So I skipped Aslan. I went to the client, left early, got home with my dad, spent a few quality days with him. That was the middle of May, 2015. Mm. I went home and a week later, my mom called me and said, your dad is taking a turn for the worse. And I went home and I never had another, the time mm. I cheated with my time, I cheated on Aslan with the place, the place we work, the company you've built place we serve i got a chance mm. to go hang out with my dad for what i didn't know was my last normal wow. regular conversation with a beer cut grass drank beers and, and talked and that's, that's cool. awesome thank you oh man i can't decide can't. choose <laughs> you're not supposed to make us cry right are you kidding serve. me so we decide when we decide who we're serving we're serving mm -hmm. and hanging out with my dad doing stuff and listening to elvis and washing his car <laughs> And then seek tab. You said a mouthful. You said to seek feedback from others. And mm -hmm. you were one of the most, one of the best seek conversations I've ever had. And you remember this conversation? <laughs> in, the remember hot tub, in the hot tub. We were in the hot tub. <laughs> I think that needs some clarification. <laughs> yeah, well, that definitely needs clarification. <laughs> After a Braves game, went out, had a couple beers. I was a year into Aslan. It was tough. I'm not going to lie. It was a tough, it was a tough deal selling what we sell. Mm -hmm. I'd had success at APC and I, you know, I thought I was, I thought I was playing, you know, scratch golf, but I, I was really not quite breaking a hundred. So, uh, but I, I, I looked good and uh, had nice clubs. And, um, and I said to you, Tab, who is the world's absolute positive, best, most effective, most other centered coach not sales coach just coach period in the world your ability to give feedback in a way those are that, lots of superlatives right that there those never gosh, that right never there. gets people upset and just is so true and so i decided i'd ask you because uh, tab's nice <laughs> hey tab how you think i'm doing get ready to take a sip of my cold bourbon get ready to tell me how awesome i am and you said you fill in that blank tab <laughs> 
you said um i think i said i'm disappointed you Is said that- i'm disappointed the exact words you use i hear them all the time and they're the best thing i could have ever heard and you know what i didn't realize i was disappointed too so you got to seek and when you seek you have to be ready for what you get and you can't defend it and you just have to take it and say yeah. and do something about it <clears throat> That Which is amazing. The way you handled that speaks very loudly. So, uh, so anyway, I just wanted to say thanks for, uh, for having me here for just building a platform that I, that an engineer can be, can, can just pick up. Cause I can't build other centered. I can't build those cool things and those mm. cool words. And I definitely can't design any slides, but, uh, <laughs> well, thank you, Mark. This, but, just, uh, uh, I appreciate, I appreciate, uh, the opportunity to come on to sales with us. So glad the, th- the three of us got to do this together. This yeah. was fantastic. So, so many, I mean, so many, so much gold in that conversation, Mark. Um, yeah, just hearing, you just got to double click on it. And I remember hearing Andy Stanley say that. I think he wrote a book about it, Choosing to Cheat, which is where yeah. I got that concept. It just came, but it's the idea that we're all going to be sitting around and we're going to figure out at one point in our life, what's really important. Yeah. And it's Monday at three. And we're going to either realize that when we have time to do something about it, or we're going to realize that too late, but it's Monday at three and, or it's being with your dad or whatever that is. And, you know, the thing that I would say as I'm listening to this is this is what I'm taking away. I want to look at my schedule and compare it to my, my value, what I value. Mm -hmm. Mm, That's good. And if my schedule doesn't line up to what I really value, I need to change something. Um, so that's kind of my takeaway. Love well, Tab, it. this has been another amazing episode. Do you think we should invite Mark back? Oh, yeah. It's, he's coming back. He's no coming doubt. back. He needs no it. We need to get him to talk about his uh, latest and greatest venture of building the channel. Uh, yes. And, um, I think that's going to be, uh, I think that's going to be a really a new adventure and uh, something that's really going to have an impact yeah. on a lot of people. Yep. So that'll be, that's it for another episode. If you guys enjoyed the episode, enjoyed what we're doing, give us some feedbacks, um, give us some uh, comments, give us some comments, let us know how we can improve or what you like so we can keep doing it. And so that wraps up another episode of Sales with Aslan. Mm-hmm.